Well, babe, we did it. We wrote a book. Yeah, man, it's it's actually surreal to even think about uh, that we wrote a book, had a baby, got married, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is now available yeah. for pre-order, and we're so excited to share it with you. Oh, so looking forward to getting this book into your hands, to be in dialogue and conversation with all of you as we continue to liberate love from old imprints and codependent dynamics that keep us small, stuck, and stagnant. Yeah, you know, no matter your relationship status, this book walks you through what shaped you, why do you do what you do in relationship. It dives deep into your relationship blueprint, attachment styles, and most importantly, which is different than every other book that's ever covered codependency in the past, we explore the role of the nervous system in that. And the book is called Liberated Love. Yeah. Release your codependent patterns and create the love you desire. Go to createthelove.com slash liberated love to order your copy now. That's createthelove.com slash liberated love and get that pre-order in and you'll be able to get a free download of a meditation we created and a workbook that goes along with it. Much love and appreciation for your support. Much love. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mark Groves Podcast. Today I'm coming at you with a solo episode and as you're listening to this, I'm actually currently in the jungles of Peru. However, I'm recording it before I go there. So I'm recording this the day before I leave to Lima. And I go to Lima, then I catch a little plane and then catch a boat three to four hours into the Amazon, which is wild to think about because I'm not even there yet. But as you listen to this, I'll be there. So I'm going to be able to record another episode about my experience. But I wanted to touch on how I make decisions on when and how and why and all those things about doing things that are seemingly new and scary. And I really think about it from this context of peaceful fear. And I'm going to explain that more. When I approach decisions that are hard, like having a hard conversation, making a difficult decision, doing something that I've never done before, I check in with my body about is there excitement present, anxiety, fear, all those things. And granted, <laughs> let's be honest, if you're going to have a hard conversation, that's going to come up. You know, like fear is not an indication of a bad direction always. If anything, if you're doing something new and fear isn't present, I'd wonder if, if everything's going right with you, you know, because fear is there to protect you from doing things that can cause social and physical harm. Doing things that are new and uncertain certainly are categorized by that, right? But often we check in with ourselves and go, well, I can't make that decision because I have fear. Or that just means that must be the wrong way. Now, here's where this gets interesting, which is that if you're feeling called to talk to someone you've never talked to, let's say at a coffee shop or on Instagram or whatever, or you're thinking about having a hard conversation with your partner because you feel disconnected, you're thinking about leaving a relationship, you're thinking about saying, I love you. You're thinking about leaving a job. You're thinking about posting about something that's scary or doing something for the first time in social media, starting a new business. Do you notice that if I have the hard conversation and it doesn't go well, and then I go, well, I guess I made the wrong decision. Or I go to approach that person and I say, hey, you know what? My name's Mark and you seem really 
interesting. You're beautiful, blah, 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 whatever. I, my games, I haven't, I haven't played the game in a while. But, you know, it's like, and they don't want to date me or don't want to go out on a date or have a coffee or even have the conversation. Then that means I made the wrong decision to approach them. Or if I leave my relationship and then I discover that I actually still want to be with them, I think that I made the wrong decision to leave. But do you see that all of the things I'm talking about are predicated on the idea that if the outcome isn't what we expect, then the decision was wrong. And I'm here to say there really are no wrong decisions. And I know that the response I usually get to that, well, if you break the law or you murdered someone or you did, that's a wrong decision. Of course, it's wrong in that it wasn't morally correct. However, people make these types of decisions all the time. People cheat, people lie, people do all this stuff. But what gets revealed through the decision that then is perceived as wrong is what is right. And if the person doesn't want to go on a date with you, you're moving towards the right person. If the conversation that's really hard that you have and it doesn't go well, it means the relationship couldn't hold the conversation. The outcome is not what we want to focus on. It's who we're becoming as we move towards desired goals. So I think about it from this perspective. Does the idea of what I'm going to create from this, like does the decision I am making bring a sense of movement towards peace? And is there fear present? Almost always fear is present. But there's this sense of peace that comes with it. That's like, oh, wow. Like, like if you know that you need to break up with someone, there is a sense that peace is on the other side. And you could check in with yourself. Any hard conversation you don't want to have, any job you want to leave, any of these whys in the road that I'm talking about that are very significant. I'm not minimizing any of them. They're so important. But I see people get stuck at the, I love this person and it just isn't working. And so I'm going to have to stay with them because I don't want to be seen as bad. And they just can't figure it out. I see people stuck in freeze with their jobs. I see people stuck in freeze with so many things. And what I find is that we tend to keep trying to do research to figure out that it's anything but what we feel. And a lot of it is because the certain way we're being, the certain things we're doing, are correlated to the identity we currently have that is often correlated to our worth and our value. So if I have a certain type of job, let's say I'm an accountant, and I became an accountant, one, because I love numbers and spreadsheets, which way to go if you love those things. But I also did it because I knew it was secure and I knew that I would be perceived as successful, let's say, by my parents, my culture. But I really have a passion for Reiki or, you know, for breath work or something else. It takes the death of my old identity to move towards the other thing. And the actually moving towards the thing that wants to be brought alive is actively moving through the death. There is a birth and a death going on simultaneously. And so when I was asked, how did I know intuitively that it felt correct for me to go to the jungles of Peru and do plant medicine with, you know, people who have been doing it and bringing this to people for, you know, through the, their lineage. And for me, that just felt like the way I wanted to do it. If I was to ever do it, I wanted to do it where I felt really psychologically safe and really held and where I was going to the place that the plant is from. And when I was answering that question, like, how did you know intuitively that was the right choice? 
And I thought back to the moment I was sitting outside Kylie and I's house when we did our closing ceremony for our breakup. So for those of you that don't know, Kai and I were together five years. We broke up for nine months, something like that. And when we broke up, it was over. Like it was 100% over. And we decided to do a closing ceremony. And before I was going into the house for the closing ceremony, I didn't want to go in. And I remember thinking to myself like, okay, do I not want to go in because I just genuinely don't want to do this and this isn't the right time? Or do I not want to go in because the person who can do a closing ceremony doesn't exist yet? Like he is born through this experience. And the answer was the second one. So I was like, okay, I got to go in. And honestly, it was one of the most powerful transformative moments of my life. The Mark who was in that ceremony and left that ceremony was very different than the Mark who entered the ceremony. And I felt the same thing about this, this like expansive knowing that there was a peaceful knowing that this was actually the path to my growth and for my soul to walk towards and that there was fear present. The guy who goes to the jungle is going to be very different than the guy who comes out of the jungle. And think about that. The person you are that goes into the hard conversation or approaches someone for the first time or goes out for dinner on your own for the first time, prioritizes yourself for the first time, puts in a boundary for the first time, says no to something for the first time, says yes to something for the first time, says yes to adventure for the first time, says yes to the possibility of at least opening your path to whatever purpose is trying to be born through you, that there is a knowing that there's an expansive feeling that it's scary as F, but you're like, yes. And there's some our bodies do. The cells in our bodies go, yeah, 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 yeah. And then our brain goes, no, 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 no. Because anything that threatens us from a physical perspective or a social perspective or both will bring up fear. And so fear being present isn't always indicative of the wrong decision. And I want you to see that, that sometimes what you're afraid of is actually an indication of the right decision, the right direction. There's this quote from Stephen Pressfield where he says, the more important a call to action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel about answering it. But to yield to resistance deforms our spirit. It stunts us and makes us less than we are and we're born to be. Man, think about that. The more important a call to action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we'll feel about answering it. I want you to think about where in your life you have resistance and you know you need to move towards. I want you to think about the directions in your life where you have a sense of fear, but you know that peace is beyond it. Your lens of your path right now, of what you are afraid of, is from the person who's never walked it. And your soul is trying to say to you, walk it. Because you've already lived this life. You know, that's if you think about time being linear, that's what keeps us trapped in this fear state. But if you think about time not being linear, and every moment always existing at every moment, I know it's a bit of a mindfuck, but think about if time was laid out on a table. In a moment when someone says, I love you, or I'm leaving you, and it brings up a great fear, what's happening is an old moment is living in that moment. 
So if you can think about it, you're bridging two moments at the same time because your body is actually bringing up the memory of that time someone left you or that maybe no one said, I love you and you always wanted to hear it. Or the last time someone said that they left you or they cheated on you. And so I'm saying that the call that you have towards the direction you're being called, you can trust that you've already walked it. There's a knowing that that's actually the direction. And even if it doesn't quote unquote work out, it is leading you towards more information as you gather more gifts on the way. I think about life being about trying to bring the totality of our soul's expression alive. And we often, and I think it's an important part of the journey, ignore and try to pretend we don't know. Much like the hint that we get to stop drinking, the hint that we get to quit drugs, the hint that we get to have a hard conversation, the hint that we get to leave, the hint that we get to stay. And we pretend for so much of our lives that we don't have that direction, that that intuitive feeling is not there. And yet you could close your eyes right now and know. It actually takes more energy for you to pretend you don't know. Isn't that fucked up? It takes you more energy to pretend that you don't have intuitive direction and that you're scared of everything. And that's why you stay in this safe box of your identity and never really try things that are super hard or put yourself out there. I don't need anybody. I don't need, yeah, you do. And that's okay. Life isn't about, at least for me, and I'm not judging anyone or shaming anyone's circumstances, but for me, life is not about staying in the safe zone. It's not about staying risk-free. You know, there's that joke that, that when you finally get to death on your gravestone will be finally made it without any scratches, you know, <laughs> something like that. There's a better saying to it, but you get my gist. Which is like, man, in going on this journey to the Amazon, that's the feeling I had. Like, there's an expanded version of me on the other side of this. And all I have to do is walk it. And that's scary. I got to catch a freaking long boat ride. And mosquitoes apparently in the jungle are crazy. And I dislike mosquitoes. They are definitely not my spirit animal. But you know what? This is how you grow. We can do hard things. You know, Brandon, who's bringing me, Brandon Collingsworth, who's been on the podcast a few times, he always talks about this idea of go all in on all in. Like, don't just go all in. Go all in on all in. Imagine if you actually step to that level, that you dig that deep, that you're like, you know what? I want a really beautiful relationship that's dedicated to truth. What truth am I not telling? Ah, oh, I want to live a passionate and purposeful life and teach my children to do the same. Where am I not purposeful? Where am I not passionate? What do I do that doesn't bring me alive? It's really interesting that we created through generations now this idea that life is always meant to be struggle. You know, I interviewed a doctor yesterday, which will be coming out soon. And he was saying like, most people just don't feel good and they don't know that they don't feel good. And I'm like, that's so true. They're like, we're just not used to this idea that you can do anything you want. Because man, is it way easier to buy into the thought you can't. 
because then you don't have to take risks and then everyone around you gets to stay safe because you bought into the same belief system. I'm like, man, let's all go to the jungle. <laughs> you know, whatever the jungle is in our life. If you have an actual jungle around you, that's pretty dope. But I come back to that thought, like where is there a peaceful sense of fear? Where is there resistance? Remember that quote from Stephen Pressfield. The more important a call to action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel about answering it. You know. Talk to you on the other side.